I think the elephant in the room that we have not yet dealt with, but we need to deal with, is the subject of basically this meeting today, which is the use of AI in government, right? That it's really been focused, all these have been focused on funding research, but very few of them have been making use of AI internally. Welcome to DataShare, a podcast from the Data Foundation that invites listeners to learn from top experts about government data policies and explore ideas on how our government can move towards better quality, more accessible data to serve society. I'm your host, Rina Turbis, Policy Director at the Data Foundation. Every year, the Data Coalition hosts an event that focuses on issues with regulatory technology. For RegTech 2021, the initiative, along with our partner, Donnelly Financial Solutions, is hosting a multi-part webinar series on regulatory technology issues. As a part of that event, we hosted two fireside chats with senior-level government officials about the use of AI in regulatory technologies. The next two episodes of Data Share will feature highlights from these conversations. The first will feature Dr. Henry Kautz, a division director at the National Science Foundation, with insights into general challenges facing AI implementation. The second will feature Mike Willis from the Securities and Exchange Commission, who will talk about how AI is being used at his agency specifically. Many in the financial sector want good data for analytical and regulatory purposes, roles well-suited for artificial intelligence and machine learning. The recent enactment of the Foundations for Evidence-Based Policymaking Act encourages activities that can set the stage for AI-enabled government like establishing data inventories with sufficient metadata, that's the data about the data, more data sharing, and establishing data leadership roles throughout the government. But before we can fully realize the benefits of AI, there are some real challenges with data, implementation of policies, and even culture that need addressing. For this first conversation, Dr. Henry Kautz, a division director for Information and Intelligence Systems at the National Science Foundation, offered his insights into the progress and challenges facing the government generally as they try to scale up AI solutions. He also leads the National AI Research Institute's program and chairs the interagency AI Research and Development Working Group, giving him unique insights into the common challenges across the government. Here are some of our favorite moments from that conversation with Data Foundation President Nick Hart. The NSF has been supporting AI for decades, but it's been mostly a field that's been kind of under the radar, right? It's not been getting so much attention. So what we're really seeing now is this enormous flowering of the commercial application of the work that we've been funding for 40 years. And at that same time, we realize we really have to up our game in terms of funding larger projects, projects that are more interdisciplinary, bringing together people from various fields, not just AI experts, but experts in the fields where AI will be used, whether that's finance or security or healthcare, there's really no field that's not being changed. So one of the greatest focus of the agency over the last couple of years has been this idea of national AI institutes. So these are essentially virtual centers organized around a theme. Each center could have up to a dozen different colleges and universities in it working together. The money is supporting the students and the researchers there. And some are organized around foundational AI issues, such as foundations of machine learning or trustworthy AI. Others are organized around the use of AI for critical applications like AI in agriculture. And so we've succeeded in partnering with the Department of Agriculture, Department of Transportation, 
and Homeland Security who are helping fund these, and we'll be announcing new federal partners soon. And we've also brought in industry partners, Accenture, Google, Amazon, but with the condition where the industry partner essentially gets to give us the money, but they don't get to decide who gets it, right? We're making sure that, as always at NSF, awards are based on the review by other scientists, the best scientists. One of our big activities was the National AI R&D Strategic Plan. We put that out in 2019. Now, that actually was an update, an expansion of a plan that had come out under 2016. So one thing you realize is, although you see a lot change in terms of who's leading the administration, there's really been quite a steady hand at the wheel in terms of what's been going on in the Office of Science and Technology Policy and the people in agencies like NSF and NIST and others. The basic vision that was first written down in 2016 is still the correct one. It's, it's looking at sort of the importance of AI changing everything, integration with other disciplines, looking at the human impacts of AI, and looking at the importance of public-private partnerships and the tension you know, between innovation and regulation, right? That's something you just have to be aware of, right? You, you have to navigate between over-regulating and under-regulating, right? Now, again, we don't make regulations, but it's, it's, you know, the recommendations are to look at that. So what I see is, is everybody is really interested in AI, you know, and are, are busy funding it. I think we're starting to do a better job now of coordinating. It's not as far along as it should be. I have to say, I said, like things like the partnerships, I think are, are brilliant examples of agencies coming together for sort of common strategies. They still are agencies that are kind of, they'll tell us what they're doing, but they really want to do it alone in the AI space. And I don't think that is going to, that's a good long-term strategy. And I think the elephant in the room that we have not yet dealt with, but we need to deal with, is the subject of basically this meeting today, which is the use of AI in government, right? That it's really been focused, all these have been focused on funding research, but very few of them have been making use of AI internally. And we're starting to see a bigger use of that, for example, in the Defense Department with their joint AI center, the Jake Center. And I think we're all, you know, wanted to learn about it's, you know, how successful is that going to be? At our working group, in a couple of weeks, we're going to hear the Patent Office talk about how they did a project of a very quick but very successful project in using AI to improve the ability to find relevant patents and do a better job of vetting uh, patents. But as I said, that's, that's just the beginning. I mean, we have to really sit down and look systematically at what are some of the real big challenges to using AI in government. Well, I, I want to highlight one thing you said just a minute ago and then turn to exactly that question. I think I've alluded to very nicely that this is not a new topic for government to be engaged in. And this really spans multiple administrations and therefore also multiple political parties. So this is an interesting area where we don't see a lot of partisan politics jumping in. And in fact, everybody seems interested in figuring out how we move forward. So in that spirit, I'm thinking about this in maybe an apolitical or bipartisan lens. As governments think about this transition from uh, really a lot of research and development activities to more of a production pipeline, 
Are there clear strategies that you're sort of thinking about or things that you're seeing that have been successful so far about how we can better coordinate some of the investments government is making? Yeah, well, that I said, so we said this is going to be the subject and I'm sure we'll be issuing a report on this, but I think some initial observations that everyone agrees on is that we have to build more knowledge about AI at the managerial level, right, within the federal agencies because it's still pretty rare. And you cannot rely upon what the vendors tell you. <laughs> you, know, you. You have to really understand enough of the technology to make informed decisions about what to buy, what to build, and how to deploy. Another is that you have to be incredibly sensitive to both the ethical impacts and the appearance. So there is a danger of a backlash against the good use of AI in government if we're not super sensitive and smart about how we both roll it out and how we talk about it. And I guess another, I think, big challenge, and this is true for IT in general in the government, is traditional government procurement does not work well for AI or IT. Instead of the best companies, you get the vendors who are willing to check all the boxes and jump through all the hoops of the procurement system. And so at the end of the day, quite often we expect to see a Microsoft or a Google you see some bizarre little company <laughs> that really doesn't have the expertise to do what their contract says. One of the discussions we've been having around NSF is uh, data as infrastructure. That traditionally NSF looked at infrastructure as big physical things like observatories, okay? And now we've progressed that infrastructure can be very distributed things, uh, including software that runs the internet. And we think the next stage is data as infrastructure. And so we are actually, you know, in the process of convening workshops and talking to people in the community to see how can we encourage groups to come together with really visionary ideas for this kind of data sharing infrastructure so that we can have evidence-based decision-making, whether it's in government or healthcare or in the private sector. And so, you know, that's what we, I think, as the director I'm coming out of computer and information sciences and engineering, we're saying, okay, well, we, you know, we funded the creation of the internet and now let's put that, those same kinds of resources, you know, those things have hundreds of millions of dollars into these data resources, but we're not going to build it ourselves within government. We're going to appeal to, I think, you know, organizations, you know, universities together with various kinds of nonprofits. Uh, work with government, you know, to help create these resources. You know, they will pave the way if and only if we can solve the challenge of getting the, that expertise into government to be able to use it. So the National Security Commission on AI, they had a number of, of recommendations like a national data core and AI core. We already fund small-scale things. So there's bureaucracies and others that, that might bring, you know, students to work in government agencies for a year or two. We need to do something bigger to really get the top expertise into the agencies. To hear the whole conversation, see links in this episode's show notes. And join us next time to hear from Kriti Prakash with eBrevia, a DFIN company, will join Mike Willis, Associate Director in the Division of Economic and Risk Analysis at the Securities and Exchange Commission to discuss the role of AI at the SEC. 
As always, please rate and review us where you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to tell a friend or colleague about the Data Share podcast.